happy September. You know, it's September now. So I figure, yay, why not? There are no holidays nearby. So hey, happy September. As always, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I am Danny. And I'm Jake. And hey, we are so close to being done with our nutrition series. Don't get me wrong. It's been a blast. It's a lot. <laughs> so It's been a lot. It has been a lot. Uh, there uh been a lot going on, so it's been uh, a little bit uh, difficult for us to get these episodes out. But hey, this is the last one. So, keto. This is our episode today. We're going to dig right into that. But first, we got a couple of things we're going to bring up. And we're going to start the episode, as we always do, with our shout-outs. But uh, before that, we do want to introduce... All right, so our guest, uh, a former FitOps graduate with me, we got Rich Tack here. Uh, he is a Marine Corps vet, a FitOps graduate, and a uh, personal experiencer of keto. But we'll get into that when we let him. <laughs> like how I did that there? Did you like that? I thought you. I heard that. from a guy who heard from a guy. <laughs> hey, 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 man! I heard you snort fat. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's going to be a fun one tonight, I can tell. It's, it's, going, to be, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> but hey, uh, before we get into all that, uh, let's start off doing what we do best, talking up the businesses. So, for any and all your personal training needs, or merchandise needs for that matter, go ahead and head over to blakeshealthandfitness.com, follow Blake's Health and Fitness on Instagram, and uh, you know what, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet tonight, blakeshealthandfitness.com. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Well, I would shout out my business, but I don't want any of yours. So, <laughs> fair enough. We'll start rocking and rolling with Royalty Nutrition. Royalty Nutrition is a veteran-owned and operated supplement company that doesn't automatically go to use the cheapest ingredients when making their formulas. They also don't uh, promise you that their products are going to turn you into a body Adonis. They are strictly meant to help you along your fitness journey. They're clean, there's not any fake coloring BS in there, and they taste delicious. Use the discount code 37HAKE to save you 15% on your entire order. Once again, that's RoyaltyNutrition.com. I'll keep rocking and rolling into Gorilla Gains. That's Gains with a Z. They are an apparel company that you can comfortably wear in and out of the gym, anytime, anywhere, and they also make great fitness equipment that helps keep you safe while you train. I'm talking wrist wraps, wrist straps, elbow sleeves, knee sleeves, knee sleeves, goodness gracious. You have your, your two-pronged belts, your uh, quick-release belts. They also make, uh, oh, what is that? They make, they make a, it's, it's a piece of equipment that helps you uh, make your bench grow, make your bench stronger. You know, the the slingshot, but it's not because that is trademarked by Mr. Mark Bell. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the non slingshot. <laughs> it's it, it, it's not a slingshot, is what it is. <laughs> We're about to get this episode copyrighted, subpoenaed, everything. What are you talking about? Desist, I I clearly stated it is not a slingshot, and who owns the trademark? That will be argued by a jury of our peers. I was about to, speaking of, speaking of keto. You guys should have just got Mark Bell on here. <laughs> yeah, we're we've got like 
No, you rub you rub elbows with him, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's my best friend. Come on, man. But <laughs> uh, no, but uh, so anyway, Gorilla Gains. <laughs> www.gorilla-gains with a z.com. Use the discount code Jake15. It saves you 15% on your entire order. Now I'm gonna get rocking and rolling into this as well. But all three of us tonight, or even our guests, we would not be. We would not know each other without the FitOps Foundation. And check them out at fitops.org. What the FitOps Foundation is, is they are a not-for-profit organization that helps veterans and active duty service members rediscover their purpose after their active duty military training and service and to help them become not just certified personal trainers, but highly qualified personal trainers with a leg up in the fitness industry. But wait, there's more. Let's just say you go through all this and the fitness doesn't work out with that's fine because you also learn great skills that help you survive this weird fitness, this weird civilian life struggle that you're now going through. Because let's face it, after your time in the service, you kind of forget how to tie your shoes that in a not military manner. I still go by military time. Four years was all it took. It's a lifetime now. Nope. Oh, you don't do it? <laughs> I never. I, 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 no, I never learned it. <laughs> they're, they're like sixteen. They're like sixteen hundred, and I was like, was that like five? <laughs> Wait, are you being serious right now? I know what it is, but I always did that. I was. Oh my god! No, it's military listening. time now. Otherwise, how do you know AM from PM? There's no way. It's got to be military. We talking about once I'm... once noon happens, it's PM. But, like, someone says 5 o'clock, how do you know which 5 o'clock they're talking about? Well, I guess context, context depends, too. You know, it's like, hey, let's go get dinner at 5. I'm not, I'm not expecting us to go to Applebee's at 5 in the morning, you know. Yeah, it's like, so, hey, you've never lived you? until you've been at Applebee's at 5 in the morning. Now, keep in mind, I've never known an Applebee's to be open at 5 in the morning. But I've known, I've known many a Waffle House to be open at 5. Oh, yeah, that's the place to be at <laughs> Shout out to uh, ketogains.com. Um, it's it's basically a community of people who you know live the uh, the low carb life, um, and uh, you know they offer uh, you know boot camp services as well you know as as coaching. Um, but it's just a wealth of information. You don't have to pay for anything if you don't want to. The you know the information is free. Um, and also, this isn't particularly a business, but it's a you know Facebook page. Another incredible community is Real World Keto on Facebook, and just like the name says, it takes a real world approach. It knows everyone isn't perfect. It knows everyone isn't gonna you know follow everything to a T, and it takes that into account. You know, and instead of being hardcore chads. You know about everything. You know, and if you ask a question that some might consider dumb, you know, they they help you and they guide you and they don't just you know chastise you, which I I find is especially in the fitness world, you know, is very difficult to come by nowadays. All right, hey, awesome resources. Thank you. All right, so now before we close up this intro, we just want to give our <laughs> guest our guest Rich a second to introduce himself. Kind of give us a quick little tip. Tell us about you. Who are you? Well, uh, yeah, as uh, uh, Danny said, I'm uh, 
Richard Tack or Rich, uh, you know, seven-year Marine Corps vet. I was in the uh, infantry. Um, I was medically retired after after seven years. Um, um, currently married, living in North Carolina to another Marine Corps veteran, and uh, I'm currently in civil service for the uh, federal government, Department of Navy. I love, I love that you married another Marine vet. When we were at FitOps together, he was talking about how his uh, how his wife was going through MCT and he was going to call her a boot and give her all this kind of crap when he got back. And I just thought that was the funniest thing. Well, was, wasn't it she was just getting out of boot camp while you were gone? Because she finally she, was graduating boot camp? She was at Paris Island for 10 months because, yeah. Uh, you know, and for people that don't know, Marine Corps boot camp is typically three months. Um, but my wife is built like a deer. Um, she's my height, which is 5'10", and at the time she was probably 120, 125. So very, very slender, not a lot of muscle mass, um, and very lactose intolerant. Uh, and she didn't offset that with any supplements. So on the hike out to the rifle range, which I think that hike is, is oh what, like, Ten, eight miles, ten miles, something like that. Um, she fractured, you know, her left hip. Oh, jeez. And she had to rehab, you know, in the broke platoon, you know, for a few months, you know, which set her graduation back from February to June. And so she dropped back to the rifle range, qualled, and then on the hike back, surprise, surprise, fractures her other hip. <laughs> the Marine Corps wanted to send her home, but because of her attitude, and she was telling them no. They're like, "You're going home." She's like, "No, I'm not." And you know, because of her tenacity and her will to fight and her desire to complete it, they kept her. You know, she got her drill instructors on her side, so the drill instructors went to bat for her. Surprisingly, you know, and kept her there because the doc wanted to send her home, but basically, her chain of command saw her attitude, had her back. Um, and so she graduated in <laughs> September uh, when she was originally supposed to graduate in February. Nice. Good on her. I mean, being there 10 months, I mean, it takes a hell of a strong person to lie. I'd be saying no. Yeah, I, mean, I, told, I told her. I can't, I can't even tell you how many times I told her. I would have been that guy. Yeah. At the community at the community college, saying, "Oh, I was almost a marine." Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. but I got I got hurt. So, I, but I'm I might as well be one because I oh, totally geez. would have been that. Good. Tell me, I have to be there for another few months? Nope. Send me home What's... with the with the few grand I have in my pocket. Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm king of the hill. My little <laughs> podunk hometown, and you know whatever. I was thinking, right. dude. I've been a, sorry. I was, no, I've been out eleven years. Like, have you really? Like, well, in May, in May, in May, it'll be 11 years, and then it's so weird because like a lot, a lot of those memories are like it just happened like last week. Oh yeah. Like, no, no, that was over a decade ago. And you go what? <laughs> See, I'm just the exact opposite. Maybe just because of my air wing experiences, like all of it feels like it was literally a lifetime ago, and it and four the four year mark is next month. Like it feels like it was a whole lifetime ago. It feels like I was a whole other person back then. Like oh, it's yeah. Just, it's, Absolutely. It, yeah. It's so weird to hear that comparison, especially since you've been out for 11 years and it feels like it was just last week. We're <laughs> old, man. We're old. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It'll be 11 months for me as well in May. 11 years, uh, you mean? 
Yeah. Or, yeah. 11, <laughs> 11 years, months. Yeah. Like, man, we just yeah. got out. 2011, man. 2011. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be knocking well, on 20 right now, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Wait. Hang on. Wait a minute. Are you Number doing math right now? For me. Yeah, because I got out in May 2010. Good God. <laughs> yeah. Alright. It's alright. I failed math and Marines. Alright. Alright. Well, without further ado, we're going to take a second, pull our heads firmly out of our asses, and uh, then we'll talk about keto. I promise we're going to talk about keto today. It's it's on the agenda. We wrote it down. It's going to happen. Just uh, have it in front of me. It's right here. We have an agenda. Just just stick with us. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. So rolled into our first part about keto. So from your personal experience, Rich, I do have to ask you, um, I've heard a lot of things about keto being like CrossFit. When you're on it, you have to tell someone within the first 30 seconds of a conversation. Is that true? Yes and no. Okay, because I'm pretty yes sure that's no. the first thing you said to me before I even got your name when we were at FitOps. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, man, I'm Danny. Hey, I'm on keto, bro. Oh, thanks, dude. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just mean, messing, I'm just messing around. I, I, I have the MLM mentality. You know, I got to get as many people in my downline as possible. And then, you know, <laughs> keto becomes more beneficial. It's not so. a pyramid scheme if it's a straight line. <laughs> it's an upside-down <laughs> funnel, okay? <laughs> All right. Um, oh, personally, I don't care if that offended anyone. That was funny as shit. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So starting off, what is keto? Now, if you li- are alive in 2021, which I hope you are, that's a weird thing to say. If you're alive in 2021, you probably know what keto is. Um, keto is a new fad diet, which, from what I understand, is pretty dang close to the Atkins diet, right? Basically yeah, the same thing. Old. Yeah, it's so uh, they they read they. Brought it up, gave it the new name Keto, and brought it back. But it's pretty close to some diet that was big back in the 90s, 80s, or something like that. Well, um, the, the, the biggest difference between Keto and Atkins is Atkins eventually reintroduces um, carbohydrates. Um, you know, typically on keto, you're not going to reintroduce those carbohydrates over time. Fair, fair. Um, you know, and again, there's... Uh, I'm sure there's some other, you know, differences. There are probably a few other differences, but, yeah. But, you know, keto has been around, I, I want to say, since the 1920s or 30s because it was originally um, uh, discovered, oh, I can't remember his name, but there's a, a neuroscientist, you know, uh, a doc, you know, one of them, they're fancy brain doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he found that, you know, a low-carbohydrate diet actually helped his epileptic patients uh, have, have less severe symptoms. Um, you know, and it just had something to do with, uh, you know, the re- reduced, you know, uh, presence of glucose in the brain. Um, you know, and I'm sure you could look up those studies and, and whatnot, um, but that, that is the original, that is the OG, hmm. you know, origin of keto you know it it, it wasn't just you know some lady trying to sell you mct oil and she's like oh let's just (laughs) eat you know eat a stick of butter and drink my mct oil 
Um, <laughs> there actually is medical basis behind it. Huh. That sounds pretty. Makes sense. I didn't see. I've never heard that epile- epilepsy treatment part, but makes sense. Um, but uh, so keto, for just in a nutshell, taking carbs out of your diet. Um, you're still getting your uh, two other macros, your fats, your proteins, but carbs are pretty much 100% out of your diet for whatever period of time that you're on it. Um, it has been making a big wave over the last, oh, I'd say about eight, nine years, something like that. Um, kind of one of those fat diets that's in, and this one's been sticking around for a while because it actually does work to an extent, which we'll talk more about this when we get into the benefits and the downfalls and such. Um, your carbs, we've talked about them before. They're the most satisfying, but the least filling. So you are going to eat a lot of them. And even if you are not actively exercising, taking carbs away, it actually can go pretty long. If you do that for any amount of, for a decent amount of time, it does go pretty long way in helping lose weight. But depending on the lifestyle you're living, it might not be the healthiest method, which we will get into that when we discuss some of the details. Um, do you guys want to throw in anything else as far as what is keto before we get into Rich's tales? Um, keto is something that has been uh, used in the bodybuilding community for a long, 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 long time. Mm. And it's not just a... Uh, but it's 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 not the strict keto that you would follow. It's it's more of a, what like an athletic keto because um, from my understanding, if you're following a true ketogenic diet, um, more than half of your caloric intake is going to come from your fats. Am I wrong in that? Well, in a, in a true keto, that's something that I was going to get into later on. But so so there's there's typically a couple different schools of thought on keto. You know, there there is the the original, uh, you know, thought process of, like you said, 75% fat, 20% protein, 5% carbohydrates, you know, as far as macro breakdown. Um, now, I did that, uh, and I lost a lot of weight, and some people lose a lot of weight doing that, um, but then there's, you know, a more recent school of thought, and this is why, you know, I was talking about keto gains, uh, the founder, uh, Luis uh, Villasenor, uh, he, he's been ketogenic for over a decade, and, you know, he kind of, I want to say he pioneered a, uh, a higher protein, like you said, I guess, you know, using your words, a more athletic style, because, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we focus on, we don't focus on a macro percentage, you know, you, you, you use a body fat calculator, you know, you find your, uh, um, what's it called, uh, you know, like you use a Navy calculator, you know, the, the height and weight and measurements and blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. find your body fat, you know, and then you, you break it down from there, you know, they, you know, the bro science says one gram of protein per pound you know some people say lean body mass some people say total body weight again different schools of thought you know they're they're, when when it comes to fitness you know and and exercise and health and everything in general the one thing that i found is you're not going to get the same exact answer 
from two mm-hmm. people, even if it's two professionals. I mean, maybe like maybe the 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 hyper elite level where they copy and paste, you know, because there's like a, a meta of what you have to do to you know to have 28 inch arms. You know, it's like you're gonna get a lot of similar answers, but more along the dare I say leisure athlete. I, I don't want to say bro science because I, I try to stay away from bro science because it can be very damaging. But a, with with the, <laughs> yeah, with, with, with with the more casual athletes, with the everyday Joes, you know, you, there's a lot of information, and like I said, very rarely you'll find the same, you know, answer. Um, but I've tried both adaptations of keto, and I absolutely lost weight faster on the 75% uh, fat macro breakdown, and. Um, uh, but but that's because you're you're taking in, um, unless your body fat percentage is already crazy low and you just are an Adonis of a god, uh, you know, I mean at seventy five percent fat you're you're not getting sufficient protein, you know, to 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 build mass. That's just, you know, period. Even if you are eating in the surplus, um, but yeah, that's. You know, so that I, of course I dropped weight, you know, like a rock, you know. And uh, uh, however, you know, on the higher protein, um, you know, you still have uh, you know, about 20, 20 carbs a day um, or less, you know, and that will come from fillers, you know, that will come from typically like seasonings and, uh, you know, uh, my, my Greek yogurt, you know stuff like that or leafy greens you know that that's where the majority of my carbs came from was you know dark leafy greens and things like that um i didn't lose weight as fast but you know staying consistent in the gym um and whatnot i still on average lost that you know that one to two pounds you know per week in that healthy you know window of weight loss um which again you know circling back to both ketos it's like no matter what you're eating you know as you got i'm sure you guys touched on in your past two episodes is it's all calories in calories out you know like um and unfortunately that's what i feel is one of the biggest misconceptions about keto is uh, there are some people out there there are some damaging face group facebook groups um i mean i'm not going to name them or anything but i joined some and these people were telling me i could eat however much i wanted as long as it was 75 percent fat um and i would lose weight and i'm like no nah, that sounds totally wrong <laughs> yeah. i'm like i can't eat ten thousand calories worth a day you know, well, you don't have to put day. creamer in your coffee. You can just use bacon grease. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's and that's that's what we do. That's uh, so the 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 people on real world keto they follow the more you know more athletic keto approach, and and we call those people butter chuggers because that's <laughs> I mean that's literally I mean they're like put a pat of butter in your coffee and then put some MCT oil and then heavy creamer. Now don't get me wrong, if I get coffee other than black coffee, I do get. Uh, um, uh, you know, heavy whipping cream, and uh, I'll get uh, zero zero calorie you know sweetener in it. Uh, I haven't gotten butter in it in a long time, but man, that was good. 
tasted it tastes incredible. I've never had butter in my coffee. I was kind of uh, that, that sounds awful. Sounds, sounds don't, don't, not, don't knock it to a try, brother. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, you know, I have a I'm stick of gonna, butter in my fridge, and I'm I'm having coffee in the morning. So, uh, I guess yeah, and just cut right. cut a little cut a little pad. It just gives it a richness, a creaminess. Because I mean, it's dairy. You know, it's it's like at, at the end of the it's like if you use a creamer. You know, it just gives it that richness minus the foo foo French vanilla or, or pumpkin spice or whatever. Hey, you don't know, hate on French vanilla. Whatever, whatever. Ugg wearing. You Danny uses in a so salt. I was about to say you're hate. <laughs> I do French vanilla every day, and I get a lot of crap for it. But uh, yeah, yeah. I ain't. Uh, told you, but I like better break too. out your North Face jackets, boys. It's almost fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not my that much. Already, not that much. My wife already has the house uh, Halloween decorated. So. I, <laughs> Okay, well, well, as long as it's but, not Thanksgiving, you know, you got to oh, give Halloween yes, the respect yeah. it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, since we're pretty much there already, um, Rich, why don't you tell us um, pretty much uh, start to finish in your experiences about keto, like uh, kind of okay. why, why you started it, how it went, the ups and downs, the positives, the negatives. Um, so give, uh, give it to us. So, uh, as I said before, the Marine Corps vet, seven years, even the Marine Corps, uh, you know, working out almost daily, uh, lifting weights. Um, after boot camp, I immediately started putting on weight um, because, as I'm sure these two guys can attest, in the fleet, you don't have the healthiest of diets. Uh, you know, we had Domino's and Chinese and all that on speed dial. and. You know, it, it just—it's it, the old adage: you can't outwork um, a bad diet. And so, no matter how much I was killing myself in the Marine Corps, you know, I was just slowly, slowly gaining. Uh, you know, never had issues with BCP and whatnot. And, well, until I got hurt. Uh, so, 2007, I got hurt in Iraq. I got shot, and. Uh, it was through and through, no bone, uh, but, you know, stayed in country, finished the pump, uh, re-enlisted, um, but basically it got infected and almost lost my leg and, you know, couldn't run anymore. And so that's when it really started catching up to me because I didn't change my eating habits. I didn't adjust my eating habits. I was grossly overeating anything and everything. Like they had a little, one of those little like Italian sandwich shops on base, you know, with the, with the, the, the rope sausage sandwiches, like every single day, man, I'd get like a foot long spicy rope sausage sandwich. <laughs> and it's just like, oh God, <laughs> just knowing now what I was doing to myself, I look back and it's like, man, you're treating yourself like a dumpster. But you know, along with all that, you know, can't you know the injuries and everything came, you know, uh, depression and whatnot, and you know, food was there to comfort me. So I, I started to develop a very unhealthy relationship with food, and it eventually, you know, uh, came to a head. You know, I, I got out, I went home uh, in 2011, met my current wife in 2012, and. Um, you know, I opened up my own business, my own retail business in Charleston, South Carolina. 
you know, working 60, 70, 80 hours a week on the road, eating, 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 hot dogs at truck stops, McDonald's, Hardee's, you, I mean, just completely destroying myself. You know, at that time I had long since, yeah, I'd given up working out. I had, you know, given up everything. You know, I, it was affecting my life. My wife wanted to go to the beach, you know, Charleston, South Carolina. You know, some beautiful beaches, and I'm just sitting there, you know, no, I don't want to go to the beach because I'm ashamed to take my shirt off, you know, and, uh, you know, it was hurting my family. No, I don't want to take a picture of you. I don't want to save this lifetime family memory because I'm embarrassed of how I look. And, you know, for people that have been there, like, it's extremely traumatic, you know, to... You know, to, to feel that every time, like it would literally cause arguments between my wife and I because she wanted a picture and I didn't. And, you know, it, it wasn't, I wasn't in a good place. So she decides that she wants to join the Marine Corps um, out of the blue. And so she's gone. You know, she leaves in November of uh, 2016. Yeah, 2016, November. And I'm sitting there, I shut down my business in December, just, you know, clean cut, end of the year, tax purposes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting there doing nothing, waiting on her in boot camp, uh, you know, to get out in February. And so I'm like, I got to turn things around, man, because... It, Sad to say, this was my motive. This was finally the motivating factor that got me off my butt to do something again. Was I knew how I was when I was an 18-year-old Marine. I was like a little pit bull walking around, my little little pink lipstick hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, my wife is going to be surrounded by those guys. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like. I'm a four, at this point, I've gotten up to 400, almost 400 pounds. And I didn't even recognize who I was in the mirror. You know, I it was, ugh. I, I, I hate to use the word dramatic, you know, again, but yeah, just looking in the mirror, it was dramatic. Just look at your face and it looks like a pie pan you know it's like my face is supposed to be more oblong as opposed to circle-ish but it was like a straight up big old circle <laughs> like a frisbee and uh you know and so i was like i gotta change and i just i started looking up i forget exactly what i was looking up uh maybe maybe diets or you know uh healthy lifestyles and and I, I come across this, I'll never forget, um, I came across a guy named Jason Whitrock, um, I believe on YouTube first, and he's a big proponent of keto, and this guy is just shredded, truly shredded, and I was like, okay. You know, he's, he's telling me that I can eat foods that I like. I don't have to eat chicken, rice, and broccoli five times a day for the next two years to get where I want to be. Obviously, I'm, you know, 
pushing the stereotypes on that. You know, there, there obviously is a little more, uh, you know, variety in, in traditional weight loss. Um, but, you know, for, for the most part, I mean, a lot of people really do that, like chicken, rice, broccoli. That may or may not be the current diet. <laughs> yeah, white, white, white fish, the occasional steak, but you got to watch out. You know, you can't get a fatty cut. You got to get a cut, you know, you got to get a, a bone dry cut, you know. And, um, and it, I tried all that before, you know. I tried that, and it was hard. And this, here this guy is saying, oh, yeah, I eat, like, taco salad every day. I eat this. I, I eat spaghetti. I eat this. I eat that. And he's like, but with the taco salad, he's like, don't put tortilla chips in it. And he's like, don't use salsa. You know, he's like, you know, with the spaghetti, don't use noodles. You, you know, get a, a spiralizer and cut up a zucchini, you know, and use the noodles. And he's like, for a sandwich, you know, he's like, you know, he's like, wrap it in lettuce. Don't use a bun. And I'm just sitting there looking at this, and I'm like, I think I can do that, you know, because... I'm not going to tell you keto is right or not right for you. What I will say is absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt, the best thing for you is the thing that you can stick to. Mm-hmm. Because if you have no motivation, you know, if you don't like something, you're not going to do it. Unless you just have gobs and gobs and gobs of determination. And the reality is most people don't have that. You know, and so I started. I, I started keto. I started, you know, with the uh, caloric breakdown of seventy-five percent fat, you know, twenty percent protein, and I was a butter chugger, <laughs> as as I so lovingly referred to them earlier. Um, almost every day, I'd go get my Starbucks, and I'd, you know, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, with with heavy cream and and a pat of butter melted in there, and you know, then I'd have, a, like, a, well, I use taco salad for a reason, because that was, I mean, it's easy, you know, it's, it's cheap, it's easy, I can have it in bulk, you know, I prep it for a week, and make a lot of little egg cups, you know, with chorizo, you know, I, I did whatever I could to make it easier on myself, so my fat, dumb ass couldn't give myself an excuse to drive to McDonald's. You know, it's like, why am I going to get in the car and drive five minutes away when I have food 10 feet away? You know, but it's like, if you have to get up and cook and, da, 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 you know, people will use any excuse they can to not be healthy. Oh, it's inconvenient. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. You know, and yet I had to remove that. And, you know, eating low carb really helped that. Um, because one of the big benefits, you know, of, of doing keto is you control, you know, when you eat carbs, you know, the carbs are sugars, you know, when you eat carbs, your body spikes insulin, you know, because sugar is toxic to your body. The insulin metabolizes the sugar and then, you know, you, you get the itis, (laughs) you feel all sleepy, you know, you, uh. You know, uh, you get that hangry feeling. That's why after you, you pound about 10 pounds of Chinese food, you're like, oh, my God, why am I still hungry? 
Well, because you ate a little tiny piece of chicken coated in two inches of breading, brother. <laughs> with, with, with a sugar sauce on top of it. It was like all carbohydrates. And so it's like you're just releasing massive amounts of insulin into your body. But with eating low carb, it's like, yes, fats, proteins, sure, you still metabolize a little bit of insulin, but nowhere near the amount if you're eating even just a standard carbohydrate amount, like, which I, I think what the SAD or the, the, the standard American diet, what do they say? Don't they say like 60% carbs or some ridiculous amount like that? You gotta have uh, the energy yeah. to sit down all day, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just, I find that acronym very, uh, you know, appropriate, you know, sad because it's just horrible, 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 you know, and, um, but, but yeah, so eating keto, I, I started seeing results instantly. Um, you know, you're going to lose a lot of water weight at first, which, you know, they, they call it. Most people call that the, the whoosh because it feels like, the, you know, the weight just drops off. I mean, I lost like 10, 15 pounds in a couple weeks. And, but I didn't feel tired. I didn't feel fatigued. I didn't feel anything. And I was only eating at a 20, 20% deficit, you know, so I was eating at a healthy deficit. I was getting a good amount of calories. I was supplementing my micronutrients with vitamins, you know. And, uh, I, uh, you know, you always want to see results, you know, cause again, if you're doing something and you don't see results, chances are, you know, most people, you know, won't, won't keep doing it. That's why, you know, people go to the gym for a week and they're like, ah, I don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then they quit and they, you know, they just pay 50 bucks a month, <laughs> you know, for, for no reason, you know, telling themselves that they're eventually going to go back. So being able to control my my hunger you know with with keto because shortly after i started keto you know it, it keto and intermittent fasting kind of go hand in hand it seems like uh, a lot of people use them in tandem and i was one of those people as well and um i started it first you know to um you know just to try it, but then I just kept doing it out of convenience because I found it easy. Okay, skip breakfast and don't eat until 2 p.m. and I can eat from 2 to 10, you know, and do 16 hours of no eating, eight hours of eating. And, you know, most people are like, oh, that's nuts, that's insane. It's like, well, not really, man. I mean, because most people naturally fast for 10 to 12 hours anyway, you know, just eating dinner, waiting a couple hours, going to sleep and getting up. You know, most people are already fasting, you know, 10 to 12 hours. What's four more? You know, and there's all sorts of benefits, you know, to intermittent fasting. You know, I know that's not what the episode's about, but I mean, I'd say I'd recommend intermittent fasting. You know, first off, let me preface, I'm not a dietitian, I'm not a health professional. Consult, you know, a professional, you know, or do your own research before you do anything on your own. Uh, but I love intermittent fasting. Um, you know, like I said, what started as, you know, an attempt to make myself healthier, just, you know, started being a matter of convenience. And after a few days of doing it, I mean, I didn't even really notice. Um, 
you know, now obviously if you're an elite level athlete, you know, if you're, if you're prepping for the Arnold, you know, IF isn't for you. <laughs> you know, again, everything here is, you know, for, for the average Joe, it's for people that live real lives every day because that's, that's who I am. You know, that's, I'm an everyday guy. I'm professional. I'm a family man. And, uh, you know, I'm not an elite level athlete. Um, so I saw instant success eating, um, you know, that diet. Um, and so then I started, and that was without lifting. So I started incorporating lifting. Um, now, you know, just like, again, any diet when you're lifting, you could be eating 2,000 calories worth of Twinkies a day, you know, but you'll initially get in and you'll get those initial gains, you know, uh, just from shock in your body. And, you know, so I, but I, I plateaued really fast, you know, because I wasn't getting sufficient protein. You know, I was getting good pumps, you know, I was feeling big because I'm like slimming down in places where I didn't want weight, you know, but I was getting good pumps and, you know, I got those in, in initial short, you know, gains from, you know, starting to work out again. But I found, you know, after that, I found it was hard to, you know, to make more gains. And I mean, it was obviously because I wasn't getting enough protein. Uh, and... So that, that's actually about the time that I discovered uh, real world keto and keto gains. Um, one of my friends told me about them, about that page or those pages. And, you know, I looked into them and, you know, they started, uh, you know, they were pushing, you know, for the more athletic style of, of keto. And because here's, okay, here's the, the biggest misconception about keto is, you know, I, I hate it when people say, oh, what, what kind of keto food is this? What kind of keto food is that? Is this keto? Is that keto? No. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Ketosis is simply a metabolic state where your body is burning fat for fuel instead of carbohydrates. Like, if you're eating 20 grams of carbohydrates you will go into ketosis. That's just your body. That's, that's how things go. You know, you don't have to eat certain foods. You don't have to eat specific things. You don't have to overload yourself with fat. If you eat 20 you know, grams a day, most, a lot of people say you can eat up to 50 grams of carbs and still go into a state of ketosis. But the most popular, you know, cap is about 20 grams. Um, you know, you'll, you'll be in ketosis. And so a lot of the, the pages that I was telling you that share false information, like I said, you know, they're, they're sitting there saying you can eat whatever you want or however much you want, 75% fat. Oh, it's not really keto. Well, they're, they're full of crap. You know, they, they have no, no formal education and, you know, like the founder of Keto Gains, I mean, he has like multiple degrees. He's been in the fitness world, dude shredded. But meanwhile, the frumpy middle-aged lady 
that's telling me to eat 75% fat is telling me I'm wrong. And I'm kind of, you know, it's like, hmm, am I going to believe this dude who shredded over here and living the life? Or am I going to believe this person over here that's telling me I'm wrong and that he's full of crap? Hmm. But, you know, she hasn't seen her toes in like 10 years. You know, and I'm not trying yeah, well, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to body shame. So please understand that as well, you know. But it's like you're gonna, you, you know, people. Like I said, you're gonna listen to Arnold. You're not gonna listen to some first-time dude in the gym, you know, when, when someone's giving advice, you know, fitness advice. And that's kind of how this was. Like it kind of like strayed away from the whole seventy-five percent because, you know, it doesn't matter how much or how little fat you eat. Get your 50 grams for your basic bodily functions because that, that's about what they say you need, you know, for your just basic everyday stuff, uh, you know, your basic metabolic functions. Get your 50 grams of fat and fill the rest with protein, man. You know, you're like, rock on. Yeah, like get that lean protein, eat that lean meat, you know. And so, as I stated earlier, my, my weight loss slowed down significantly. But my strength, even in a deficit, was going up. You know, I, I, I hadn't hit that hard ceiling because now I was getting sufficient protein, even though I was still eating in a deficit. Um, you know, my I was recompositioning rather than just losing weight, you know, if, if that makes sense. Yep. You know, and, um, and I was like, oh okay, this is great because I'm still getting all the benefits. I can still eat, you know, bacon. I can still eat, you know, this, that. Um, and, uh, yeah, like that's when I met you guys, that's what I was doing. You know, that's, um, I had, at that point, I lost 140 pounds. Um, yeah, I, I went from almost 400 down to 260. Um, and I, I power lift too. So, you know, honestly, I probably could have seen better results if I had done a more atrophy-based workout. You know, if I had done, you know, more of a, a bodybuilding style, I probably could have seen better results. Wait, hold on. Wait, okay. you know? Atrophy? Atrophy is when muscles... Uh, not not atrophy. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> hypertrophy. Uh, hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 twelve thirty here. I'm tired. Normally no I'm normally normal normally I'm awakened in the gym in three and a half hours. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a certified personal trainer. You want to atrophy those muscles, buddy? <laughs> Good for the love out. Of, for the Let's love get of fit, you a Snickers bar. <laughs> for the love of fit does not uh, recommend atrophy based workouts. Yeah. Hypertrophy. Pardon there we go. <laughs> Root words matter. <laughs> I got I got the I got the PHY right on the end. We don't we don't blame him. He's uh, hypertrophy. <laughs> I'm I'm East Coast guy. So he, he's, from, he's from one of the Carolinas, so they, they just talk funny. <laughs> English is hard, man. <laughs> talk good. Uh, we didn't so, tell England. We didn't tell England to go piss up a rope just so we could speak their language good. <laughs> Oh, okay, so uh, you lost 140, right? Yeah, yeah, about 140 at my at my peak, you know. And, okay. Uh, so that was that was four years ago. Um, 
<clears throat> what have you been doing since then? Like, did you kind of wean yourself off of it, or are you kind of done with it? Do you still do it? So, well, I fell victim to uh, the, the classic human dilemma of laziness uh, and excuses. So, you know, my wife was in the Marines. Uh, she joined the Marines, and we moved, and this and that. And, uh, uh, you know, so had a lot going on. Um, and then on top of that, uh, uh, you know, her being in the Marines, you know, it, I had gotten out of the party lifestyle. It kind of brought me back into it slightly. Um, nowhere near the extent of what I had done when I was on active duty. But, you know, her friends want a party. Oh, she's the married Marine in the shop, so she actually has a nice house. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, and we had the desire to entertain people because she's a social butterfly. Um, you know, so she's like, oh, let's have people over. And I'm not going to just lock myself in my room. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Got to go downstairs and tell everyone you're on keto. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, not anymore at that time. But yeah, so basically, unfortunately, I had gotten off keto. Um, I, I just I stopped, uh, and it was it was a pro like when I stopped, like I felt like crap, and I still feel like crap. Uh, you know, when I like when I just eat crap foods, like I'd never realized it before. You know, um, but. I just, when you're eating high quality, you know, I don't care what diet you're on, but when you're eating high quality, real food, you know, when, when you do the whole stick to the outside of the grocery store thing, you know, mm -hmm. you know, don't go mm -hmm. in the aisles, you know, and yeah, it's it like, it is amazing it how much better you feel because it got to the, like, I... After strict keto for almost eight months, I had, the first time I had McDonald's, brother, let me tell you, I did not leave the bathroom for like an hour. I was hurting. Mm -hmm. And and still to this day, if I, like when I decide like, okay, I want a burger because I guess McDonald's puts crack in their stuff. If I eat McDonald's, like, I, like, my body, like, literally gets sick. And it's, you know, you're just sitting there looking at this, and it's like, I shouldn't be feeling like that. But you're not eating food. You're eating food-like product. I mean, you know, it's like you sit there and you see these guys on YouTube. It's like, I have a 20-year-old McDonald's cheeseburger. So, well, at first I just forgot it in my trunk, and then after I realized it was there a year later, I just wanted to do the experiment. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> other than the pickles shriveling and the ketchup evaporating, like everything else is still there, not moldy. And it's like, oh my God, you were putting that in you. <laughs> like you They should send McDonald's into space. Yeah. So yeah. last forever, don't need to reheat it, it's just good to go. Yeah, it's like you're putting that junk in you, man. And, you know, so it's like eating these whole foods, eating these, you know, eggs, you know, bacon, chicken, you know, eating all that stuff. You know, it's like, 
yeah, there's fat on it. But that's fine. You need fat, you know? And whenever whenever people try to dissuade me, you know, from keto, whenever, you know, whenever uh, a gym bro, <laughs> oh, you know, you need carbs, bro. You need carbs. I'm like, I'm like essential amino acids, essential fatty acids. Show me in any documentation anywhere where it says there's essential carbohydrates. Period. That's a good point. Really you know, point. and now, yeah, like I said, you know, um, you know, ultra athletes like marathon runners and, you know, like body, elite bodybuilders. And yes, carbs are the easiest source of energy. Uh, you know, your body will, will, you know, use those, you know, uh, I mean, there's a reason most people use those, but there's also a reason why, you know, a lot of people like the mountain, you know, half your, you know, Eddie Hall, uh, uh, for those of you that are familiar with powerlifting Z, you know, Zagunas, you know, from, from Lithuania, like there's a reason that these guys are cutting a lot of the carbs out of their diet because they used to just eat anything and everything. Thor went from, I mean, have you guys seen him lately? Hell yeah. Bro is ripped. Like, for someone that's like six, eight, six, nine, that's insane for him to carry that amount of weight and be that shredded. Hmm. Like, you know, but it's like, <laughs> They're, they cut out a lot of the crap, and now they're, they're, you know, a lot of the empty carbs that they were eating. Like, you know, Mark Bell, he's always been strong, but dude went straight keto, and now he's shredded. I mean, I'm not going to touch on, you know, uh, you know the, the illicit side of things, because, I mean, if anyone's under the impression that, you know, athletes don't do that, I mean... Well, sorry, the wool's over your eyes, you know, but it's like, you know, without the the work and without the diet, you're not going to get those results regardless. And so by these guys clean it up, you know, they're bringing it more, more credit. You know, it's not, like I said, it's not the moms and the groups just getting an excuse to go out and get Starbucks and put butter in their coffee. You know, it's like people are, you know, seeing the benefit of, of eating less carbohydrates and, uh, you know, because it's like there's a reason why in the 80s and early 90s the whole low-fat craze hit, and then we got fatter than ever. Mm -hmm. You know, fat is flavor. When you remove the fat, what does the food companies do to compensate? They use a nifty little ingredient called high fructose corn syrup. Uh, it's a beautiful is, thing, too. Yeah, <laughs> which is straight carbs. Like, it, it's, it's just crap. You know, it's... Tastes amazing, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it's, like I said, you know, it's basically the whole low-fat thing came from sugar company lobbyists to the government pushing false research. Um, you know, as far as, you know, oh, fats cause heart disease, fats cause this, fats cause that. Well, no. That was literally government lobbying. That was money to be made. That was, you know, a, a typical day, you know, of, of, of lobbying. And, you know, it's been shown since then that, yeah, that's full of crap. Uh, you need fats. 
and what's causing all these heart all, all this heart disease you know is actually you know the excess of sugars you know the excess of carbohydrates and so like I said I don't you know I don't I wouldn't even advocate a keto diet for everybody you know I mean it's up to you in the end you know do what you can you know do what you'll stick to but I mean at least reduced carb not the not the 60 percent that the SAD recommends because that's just an insane amount of carbohydrates um, you know an insanely unhealthy amount and um, you know I no bodybuilder out there, even when they're training, is eating 60% of their calories and carbohydrates. You know, and it's like, so why should a regular person? You know, even if a regular person isn't weight training, it's like, why wouldn't they? You know, to be healthier, it's like, they should probably somewhat mimic what someone who is training is doing. You know, because it's obviously working. Right, so I'm gonna stop and download right now. All right, so uh, continuing on. Uh, first off, thank you, Rich, for all of that. Uh, it's a rare occasion when you hear a story like that where it just uh, it really hits home like that. Like the uh, where you were before you started keto really uh, really hit home. I've been there personally, but got a lot of. Uh, friends who have been there, a few family members. So, uh, thank you for that. That uh, vulnerable moment. We uh, we like to hear. It. We uh, we thrive on that shit. <laughs> so, um, also, I do just want to take uh, a quick little two second. Uh, while we were talking about uh, towards the end of your story, uh, shopping on the outside of the uh, supermarket, I just want, literally want to take one second. That is about as true as it gets. If you want to aim for the healthy stuff, just one of the quick little rules of thumb, shop on the diameter of the supermarket. Do not go down the aisles because what do you got in this? What do you got out there? You got your your fruits, your veggies, your uh, meats, and your breads, things like that. Um. I've got I've got a, a two year old and that little hussy is going to be eating her nugs. So I can, uh. yeah <laughs> yeah you know, you know I, I, I try to. I, I want to let my kid be a kid, you know, but also, I mean, this has been an eye-opening experience because oh, yeah. one of my one of my greatest fears, other than my own personal health, was I would I don't think I'd ever forgive myself if my son grew up struggling with obesity because of my habits, oh, and yeah. that was a big oh. motivator, man. That was oh, a big, you know, and even. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, off the off the air, you know, I, I said that I'd gained back about 40 pounds. And, you know, so I'm sitting at around 300 right now. And, I mean, I carry it, like I well, like I said, I'm a you know, powerlifting background, broad frame, you know, built like a bulldog. Um, but, you know, I'm sitting around the couch and my gut is there. And my son's like, man, Dad, you have, you have a big stomach. And it's like, I laugh it off, but man, that sucks. And it's like, you know, just all these visions go through my head, you know, and it's like, I'm like, man, I don't want you to end up there. I don't want you to ever have to have to lose 140 pounds, you know? And I have I have the same thing going on. My dad ate himself in the type 2 diabetes, and my yeah. mom is in a constant struggle of, of, of losing weight and gaining it back. And, and then, you know, I'm not... I'm not as strict as I used to be, you know, coming from nutrition and bodybuilding side of things, but 
you know, I, I, I definitely, I, if, if I'm ever over 300 pounds again, it's because I quit. <laughs> and uh, it's because, uh, you know, I, I, I've lost everything. You know, and that's not going to happen. Like, my kids are my everything, so. Yeah. Well, hey, rolling back to keto. Um, yeah, dump, dumped my purse on the table there for a minute. <laughs> how do you, how do you, how do you bounce back from that? Uh, like not like not like physically like weight or anything like that. Like obviously you've done it, but like how do you how how do you continue a podcast on a high note with us? <laughs> All right, okay. Well, I th- well, I think the high note is is we are making the conscious choice to be better examples for our children. Exactly, yeah. and uh, I have a dog, which is pretty much parenting. So yeah, hey, um, yeah go ahead, get, start him on a raw <laughs> diet, brother. I mean, don't don't make him a vegan dog like those crazy people. On oh his. lord, vegan dog! <laughs> oh, if you have like, a vegan dog, look, they choose wh- vegetables. They, they put out meat and they put out veggies. He's gonna choose the veggies, and the dog goes straight to the meat, and they're like, bad, bad, bad. And I'm like, you need to be arrested for abuse, animal cruelty. <laughs> Ding 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 ding, but tangent horn. No, but Joe Joe Rogan brought up years ago about the if you looked for the hashtag vegan cat. No. Oh, if, if you ever looked at those pictures, these cats were all just dying because they weren't getting any natural taurine in their body. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so our next bullet point: uh, keto benefits. All right, so benefits. Obviously, one of the biggest benefits why everybody does it, weight loss. Yes, uh, weight loss, but again, calories in versus calories out. That's uh, true. You really you can lose. You can notice a good body composition difference without necessarily having to adjust uh, your cal- caloric intake or even necessarily. A lot of the foods you eat, you could just do variations of them, things along those lines. Yeah, because keto is great because, again, you know, you, you see that, you know, carbs retain water, so you see that instant yep. drop, you know, in, yep. in water weight. But, yeah, I mean, if you're overeating on keto, I mean, you're mm-hmm. still going to gain weight. Yep. And, and uh, as, as Rich was saying earlier, um, carbs are a natural energy source. So, and like we've talked about before in other episodes, when you're exercising, the first thing you're burning off, or the first, um, yeah, the first thing you're burning off is the uh, the fresh carbs in your body. That's your first energy source. That's the first thing being used. Now, if you're not eating carbs, then yeah, your uh, fat cells, those do um, work as a energy source. So that's what's, that's what's getting hit. So that is a... A fantastic way to get rid of fat, especially if you have a exercise component in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, health, health benefits. Uh, again, I, I think we talked about this off air, but um, uh, you know, it's there's been studies that show it helps with epilepsy. You know, it, oh, that's, that's right. originally why keto was developed you know, or researched. Um, you know, it helps with you know metabolic syndrome or pre-diabetes. You know, it helps with you know diabetes uh, there's been some studies regarding PCOS and females that it might might help with them and then of course you know the big one cancer you know mm-hmm. uh, as Jake was saying <clears throat> uh, 
you know, cancer is linked to the inflammation of cells and, you know, and the corruption of cells. And, yeah. you know, by cutting out a lot of those, you know, sugars and the carbohydrates, mm -hmm. you won't be as inflamed. I had always, you know, I'd always suffered from IBS. And when I'm eating low carb, uh, you know, I actually notice that I'm like my gut feels a lot better. Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of the irritability. I don't have a lot, you know, not a gassy, you know, not yeah. as, you know, not all those issues. So. Uh, so I'll have to do some digging on that because cancer, in, just in a nutshell, is mitosis running amok, which mm -hmm. how I can, how a lack of carbohydrates can help with that, I honestly don't see it off the top of my head. Well, it's not I'll, I'll have to do some digging there. But it's not the, necessarily the lack of carbs. It's the lack of inflammatories. True. So it's, it's not it's not saying. Uh, so just just to preface this, it's it's saying like basically cut all the sugar and sugar bearing things out of your life, and it'll help reduce your inflammation. It's the reason why going on keto is easier because some people are there it's just easier to cut it off rather than uh plug a hole you know what i mean sure wait did they say uh, it's better for treating cancer or preventing no for it, it would it'll help slow it down or yeah because, so like, yeah, 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 yeah so no, obviously it's, it's, obviously not treating not, but um not a, <laughs> no yeah like i mean yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's like the story of like the guy that never smokes a day in his life and gets lung cancer it's like some those things just happen mm -hmm. like, you know unfortunately like, those things happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but you know the lack of you know cutting off those sugars cutting off all that inflammation in the body uh, you know and there's also been links to you know like i said sh uh, cancer cells actually you know feeding like off of sugars so not only like the inflammation you know being linked to causing cancer but you know when you're when you're trying you know preventative maintenance you know taking the sugars away it might help slow mm -hmm. you know like i'm not a big believer in like eastern medicine and homeopathic stuff you know but there has been a lot of cases of people with certain types of cancers cleaning up their diets after mm -hmm. you know like after all else fails they clean up their diets uh you know and and they see better results i mean even if it doesn't help with the cancer in general like mm -hmm. more than likely just not eating mcdonald's and eating yeah. fake crap you know is going to help you feel better well yeah so. see, and then here's the part where people will be like well steve jobs because uh, steve jobs went on like a full-blown buddhist juicing everything diet when he was dying oh, Lord. of cancer. And, um, you know, I mean, his diet was impeccably clean towards the end of his life, but, you know, it didn't save him. But um, I'm sure it helped in some ways. I don't know. I don't know, because well, juicing in itself, like, is actually, you know, kind of negative in a mm -hmm. lot of aspects. Because you're taking all of the fiber out, <laughs> like, yeah. and then the, the fiber is like, you know, a lot of the reason you eat fruits, and so it's like you're pretty much getting straight sugar, you know, because processed sugar, natural sugar, like 
They're, they're both sugar, you know, at the end of the day. I'm not equating eating an apple to a Snickers bar, but still when you're juicing, it's like you probably want to do like a smoothie instead of a juice and leave all the roughage in there, mm-hmm. you know, so that way you're still getting the fiber. You're not just getting the straight sugar shot, you know. You're going you're gonna to pass some of that sugar, you know, with the fiber. So. All right. So, bouncing off of that. Um, keto, the downfalls. Downfalls. <laughs> now, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can do that in a better voice. <clears throat> Come on, Morgan Freeman. <clears throat> no, I, no, don't put me up there. Don't, don't give me that. <laughs> keto, the downfalls. That was awful. I'm sorry. I've shamed my family. I'm, I'm the Marine Corps, <laughs> and uh, and my dog. <laughs> All right, so the downfalls of keto. Um. So I have some. I've done a lot of research on keto, and there's, uh, and like I said, uh, Rich, this is obviously no offense to you by any means. Um, oh, no. You've physically done it. I have not, um, mostly because I love my top Robin. Um, <laughs> but um, um, I've had a lot of clients over the years ask me about it, and I've always told them, you know, pretty much what we say on the show: do your own research. But I'll tell you what I know, and I'll even help you with some of the research if you'd like. Um, so one of the biggest issues with keto that I have seen, um, two of them, two of the biggest issues, two of the biggest problems I have with keto. First, there has been report people reporting um, just constant shortages of energy. And obviously these are very well could be the extreme cases, people who have been living off of mostly carbs for most of their lives. But uh, just instantly cutting them off, like they're just tired all the time. They're exhausted. They can never get enough energy to do hardly anything. Now, keep in mind... Um, I don't know how long that lasted or if it eventually got better or if that resulted in them quitting. But uh, keep in mind, carbs are a primary energy source for a reason. You eat your carbs and that gives you energy. Now, I don't wake up and instantly have energy because of my stored fat cells. That's not how that works. I, my bot, When I exercise, my body pulls from my fat cells. So I guess it kind of does work like that. I think it's contradicting myself, but uh, anyways, um, but that is one of the issues there. Now the other issue uh, that I have with keto is uh, I've seen this firsthand in a guy that I work with, um, and I was amazed at his progress. He lost uh, a ton of weight with keto, uh, and actually even ran a marathon while running a keto, while using a keto diet. I was very, I was very impressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. Uh, his issue was uh, he'd been on it for about a year, and he was ready to get off of it. Um, so he did what most people do and just like, okay, I'm done. And within a couple of weeks, he'd already saw weight coming back like ridiculously fast. So he, you know, he's like, okay, wait, hold on. Jumped back on keto. And then, uh, the thing that people don't understand is carbs find you. (laughs) They're, they're actively looking for you. They find you, and they and as soon as they get in you, they fill those gaps. Like they, they have a particular set of skills. They have, <laughs> I will find you, and I will fill you. Um, <laughs> wow, that sounded a lot weird. I don't have to use that line. Of my oh my god, phrasing! I don't have to use that line in my personal life. Um, <laughs> no, 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 don't. Shoot. What do you uh, do in step, Danny? Uh, get, oh, get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right, we'll put that in the director's cut. Um, <laughs> I got family listening to this shit. Um, I ain't putting that shit in there. Um, no, uh, carbs Carbs will find you, um, especially if you're not on an active exercise plan. They will put on the weight quick. So uh, especially if you just go from 100% keto to just normal foods, uh, just yes. normally whatever you eat. So the key is weaning yourself off of it. Um, there are tricks of the trade. I don't know any off the top of my head, but I know they are out there. On spend, which Rich, you might be probably have some insight on this. Uh, specific ways to slowly introduce carbs back into your life, get the body used to them again, and obviously, like what my uh, business advert, uh, what we recommend to people, live that healthy lifestyle as opposed to just the yeah. diet. Live a lifestyle of less carbs because you've already been on keto you know exactly what that does for you um mm. as opposed to just you know what so many people have done lost 50 pounds on keto then all right my diet's over i met my goal a month later you're right back to where you started so uh touching on the first one the yep. first uh disadvantage the lack of energy yep. um something that Again, a lot of the people that are butter chuggers and just push the the MLM version of keto, uh, you know, that they don't they don't focus on you know the science of it. And again, the um, you know carbs retain water. Okay, so when you don't have carbs, you I mean, man, you drink water and you drink water and you drink water and you're just gonna piss it out as fast as you drink it in because you don't have those carbs retaining it. So you absolutely need to offset that, you know, with a you know, supplement. You know, I, um, I took a potassium and, um, oh my God. Just say you took electrolytes. Um, yeah, I took it. yeah. It, it wasn't labeled an electrolyte supplement, but yes, it's a lot of a, it was basically an electrolyte supplement. You know, the stuff you know that, that makes up quote unquote electrolytes. You know, it's like you know they say to uh, not heavily salt your food, but maybe a little more so than you normally would because people are like, oh, sodium is normally bad. It's like, well, now you actually you know you, you need sodium you know, to, to retain the water. So I took sodium, potassium, and, you know, it was another combination pill that I got from GNC. It was like a combination pill. And I noticed immediately that, you know, my, you know, that helped immensely with my energy levels. Now, But you again, did experience some energy declines in at, your first... At, at first, absolutely, especially when I was on the 75% fat. Um, mm -hmm. But also, um, you know, again, you know, I can't officially, you know, tell people what to do. Yeah. But I mean, multivitamins, man, multivitamins. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, you don't need eight thousand percent vitamin B. Yeah. But I mean, you know, people, you know, one of the one of the biggest, uh, you know, uh, well, what people say as a downfall of keto is, oh, well, what about all the nutrients you're missing out on? I'm like, bro, you're shoving. Burger King and KFC in your mouth. Like, what nutrients are you missing out on? <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, so multi, you know, something as simple as a multivitamin. Um, 
you know, a multivitamin electrolyte supplement will just immensely help. Um, you know, uh, and uh, you know your energy levels. Also, keto gains. Uh, you know, they actually recommend creatine. You know, cre I don't really believe in many supplements, but creatine is one of those that I actually believe in mm -hmm. because again, it's a naturally occurring in the human body, uh, but you just don't you know, produce a lot of it. So by by supplementing that, you know, you can help with that water retention. You can help with the energy. Um, in the entire supplement industry, creatine monohydrate is the most studied and scientifically proven supplements that you can put into your system. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I didn't even take protein powder, like when I was lifting. You know, like I, I didn't. No, no powder. All, all I do is uh, no pre-workout, nothing. I had creatine monohydrate, and I mix that with some crystal light <laughs> because I had so unflavor. Crystal light. Oh, I, I, think, had I thought you said crystal something else. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to know how I, I know really this isn't necessarily this isn't really a kids show, but come on, yeah. man. <laughs> no, yeah, because I, well, I just bought a big jug of unflavored monohydrate, and you mm -hmm. know, just drinking it by itself tasted yeah. like dirty water. Yep. So I had to remind had to me, give it some flavor. <laughs> remind, me to, remind me to tell you the uh, story of my. Uh, time I had to go talk to the drug counselor in my high school when we were off the air. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, so, uh, real quick, before you get to um, the second downfall, before you get to the uh, coming mm -hmm. off of, of keto, I just, just uh, if you are looking for multivitamins, um, do your research. And we tell you to do research a lot. Uh, multivitamins are a prime example of why you should do your research, because a lot of the stuff in there uh, so a lot of multivitamins, they pump so much crap into there that your body can't even process. They, uh, there are some of the bad ones that just pump in more nutrients than your body can process at once. So essentially, you're just paying for expensive pee. Hey, Coach, my hand is raised. Coach, hit my me. hand is raised. Oh, hit me. So with all multivitamins, you are going to end up pissing out most of it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's it's not... Um, it's not necessarily a good or bad thing. The, the problem is um, you're, when it comes to taking a multi, you're, basically, you're trying to fill one or two micro requirements and you're basically shotgun blasting it with a bunch of stuff. Um, personally, I am a big giant fan of multivitamins and if you're going to take a multi, um, of course, do your research, but I'm a big fan of Animal. You know, like the Animal mm -hmm. Pack, Animal Stack, yeah. those guys. Yes, yeah. I mean, they've been making multivitamins since like the 70s. And um, it's, it's, the, it's the pack of big pills, so don't be scared, but you're going to be, you know, if you, if you take it as a recommended way, you take, it, take these, this pack of pills twice a day, and it's hitting you with a shitload of micros that you're probably missing. And I'm I'm all about it. I I I, I put my people on it. Um, actually, I'll 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 shout my my girl Alyssa out. She's uh, she's a sponsored animal athlete. Uh, so A Ray ten. So ten percent off whatever you get on the website. But I just the original OG animal animal pack multivitamin. I, I I've been taking that twice a day for over a year now, and. It's it's 
only supplement company I ever shout out other than David's. So there you go. Yeah, tangent horn, but um, <laughs> no, um, no, no. All right. So yeah, uh, pretty much the point stands. Do your research. There are the good ones, uh, like Jake's saying. There are the bad ones, like what I'm saying. Multivitamins. Do your research. And 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 real quick, also as yeah. far as the the loss of energy. Typically, it takes two to four weeks for you to become fully fat adapted, um, you know, to where your body, like, is efficiently running on fat because, you know, uh, we're used to carbs. Our body's used to carbs, you know, just like anything. When you change it up, you know, like when you're going for a whole different system, that's going to shock you. You know, that's going to shock your body. So after that initial two to four week phase, you know, which like I said, you can offset with supplements uh, and electrolytes. Uh, after that two to four weeks, like your energy is typically fine. Um, okay. you know, I had, honestly, I found myself having more energy than I ever had, um, you know, but I attribute that to just taking care of myself and eating better foods, real mm-hmm. foods, you mm-hmm. know. Um, um, but yeah, so. So, what do you have to, to say that. about uh, your experiences with coming off of keto and like good experiences, bad experiences? So, any, your advice on how to do I, it properly? <laughs> well, it, you, you know, you were talking about your friend, and the first time I, well, I carbs, I tried carb cycling one time, and so I, I didn't eat anything. I, I was doing my fasting, and I decided to push it to a basically a one meal, so I didn't eat anything, and I ordered a pizza, a medium pizza from Marco's Pizza, which if people don't know Marco's Pizza, it's incredible, puts all the other chains to shame. Uh, and I ate the pizza, and I literally broke out in hives. Ooh. Mm-hmm. From, uh, you got from yeah, real gluten sensitive, huh? Yeah, because oh. you know, you're not eating the carbs, you're not eating the sugars, you know, you're not eating the, all the gluten. So it's like, I broke out in a rash, and I was like, oh my God, what the hell is this? And so it's, like I said, you know, coming on, going off, it's a shock either way. But if you are going off keto, here's the the primary thing. Don't go back to eating like a slob. Mm -hmm. Just just because you want to stop doesn't mean you should just go go back to being the, the... typical, you know, unhealthy American and, uh, you know, just, okay, re-inter- you know, you want to come off of keto, you don't necessarily want to do that, you miss, you miss bread, well, okay, make healthy options, get a low-carb low bread. Me, I use Mission low-carb tortillas, man. It's like, oh, I can't do keto, I, I, I miss tacos too much. Bro, I eat tacos like once a week. <laughs> you know, I just... There's options out there, you know, it's just wean yourself, you know, so it's like, you know, use the right options. Now, low-carb noodles, those things are disgusting. Like, that's just, I I miss my spaghetti. I miss it so much. But what I like more is being able to tie my shoes without being out of breath, you know. So you're always going to have that that struggle, but tangent. Look who's showing off. But, but yeah, just don't eat like an asshole you know start slow you know don't eat a loaf of bread immediately 
you know, reintroduce maybe some, you know, slow burners like a sweet potato, you know, something like that. Just so well, you know, all these Jake's metaphor, you know, don't shotgun your system with carbs, mm -hmm. no. you know, uh, and then you you won't have that. But but like your friend dealt with, you're gonna have that water weight gain. That's mm -hmm. unavoidable. That's probably a big one um, too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unavoidable. It's going to happen because if you reintroduce carbs in your system, well, the carbs are going to hold water. I mean, that's exactly why bodybuilders have peak week. You know, that's exactly why, you know, even before peak week, they're slowly weaning off the carbs because they know that they want to be paper, you know, paper shredded. And then they load at the last minute, you know, so they, you know, they keep that shred, but look as puffy as possible. And, uh, you know, so you, I mean, I mean, that's basically, you know, <laughs> I mean, for lack of better terminology, that's, that's yeah. what it is. And, uh, uh, Jake trains bodybuilders, so I imagine he has something to say about the peak week. I mean, he, uh, peak week's different for everybody, but I mean, in a, in a nutshell, he's, he's not wrong. There's, you mean, get some sodium manipulation in there too. And, you know, you're having a good time. <laughs> I'm, that's funny. I've never heard of anyone having a good time on peak week. No, no, prep sucks. Prep, prep sucks. Like, <laughs> there's, there's, no, like it's it's prep is terrible. But yeah, when it's done right, your body looks fantastic. Yeah, when you're getting that metal around your neck, <laughs> that's like, oh yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> so, uh, so probably the biggest takeaway here, uh, whether you're on keto, whatever diet you're on, or you've been working at in order to meet your goals, if you're looking at coming off the coming off of that diet, hey, you know what? Okay, it's time. Whatever. Yeah. What was the point in going through all that if you're not going to learn something from it? Obviously, you if you met your goals, you don't want to be as strict with it anymore. Fine, but at least take the hard lessons and hard principles from that diet. And apply it to your life so that you won't have to do this to yourself again in a year after you've gained back all that weight. Yeah, exactly. Because that's unfortunately what a lot of people do is they come off keto and then they just completely drop the lifestyle. Because oh, yeah. they find They find it harder to regulate their diet because they don't have that control over their insulin anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and so they just... It's like a lot of people have that all or nothing mindset, and I unfortunately am one of those. If I'm eating good and I'm lifting, and my wife is like, "Let's get McDonald's," I'm like, "Get away from me, devil woman!" You know, <laughs> you know. But it's like, if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm being a slob, I'm being a slob. And like I said, I'm an all or nothing guy to a fault. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, there's a reason I dropped 140 pounds in 10 months. You know, which. Typically, people would view as unhealthy, but when you have a lot of weight to lose, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, okay, like, you know, it, it's, you're going to lose more, you know, faster. And, uh, but uh, also, I don't know if y'all remember this, but it, it summarizes everything, especially coming off uh, really well. But Dr. Victor Prisk, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. you know, IFBB pro, <laughs> professional swing dancer professional <laughs> freaking every professional freaking everything dude, dude is like the dude can do anything the the white world's most interesting man like that's <laughs> uh, um everything in moderation including moderation i don't remember mm -hmm. if y'all i don't know if y'all remember him saying that but that has stuck with me everything in moderation including moderation and it's like oh you know it's like that that makes a lot of sense and uh, 
must must be doing something right because he's a orthopedic surgeon, professional bodybuilder, and professional dancer all in one. So, used, to be a, used to be a pro gymnast, I believe. Yeah, yeah, uh, pro uh, he, collegiate collegiate gymnast. Yeah, collegiate gymnast. Yeah. All right. So yeah, probably. And then, oh, good. And then, and then he tore his bicep doing a muscle and fitness shoot. Show. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember that story. That's my right. dad, dude. <laughs> I'll tell you about that off air too. All right. <laughs> All right. So our last category of the night: When should you do keto? Like, at what point do you should a person do keto? Like I've stated multiple times, I am a certified vertical diet coach. And, you know, one of the big things that Stan Efferding preaches is the diet that can work for you is the diet you do. And Mm. um, when it comes when it comes to like, you know, the, the diet you can stick to, like what Rich was saying, like how he's how he did his research and was looking into it and found it. And he's like, oh, hell yeah, I could do that. And. He stuck to it, and he lost 140 pounds at his at his uh, at his peak there. Mm-hmm. When it comes to keto, there are multiple ways to use it. I, I have a wellness athlete who I have thrown the book at. I've thrown the book at pulling stuff off of her, and I get her on a nice athletic keto, and she firms up. She drops that water, and she looks great. It's not how I have her year round, but when it's time to pull it off, it's there you go. And she looks fantastic on it. Um, it's there's a lot of things that are gonna you know uh, genetics are gonna uh, pull into it. Um, but I think if you are gonna do keto, it, it, once again, it's you've done your research, you've done your your deep digging, you're you have an understanding of what's gonna happen. And if you're gonna do it, you just gotta pull the trigger and go. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't suggest. I wouldn't say if you're already a very lean person. I don't think that keto would be the right move necessarily because your body doesn't really have enough fat on it to eat anyway. How's that? Well, and that's actually, um, yeah, if, if you look up Jason Whitrock, um, this guy preaches and lives by uh, the 75% keto. And, uh, I mean, dude shredded. Like, but he's, he's getting that f- dietary fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply oh, okay. f- from his, you know, his diet, and uh, you know, so he's offsetting what little body fat he has, uh, you know. Well, I, I've seen and now, this dude, uh, if you if, uh, his picture here, it's him in, a, in the posing room of the House of Gains in Georgetown, Texas. Oh, nice. That's where I was. Uh, I cut my my teeth for real. Yeah, I remember I remember seeing all all of that stuff. Oh, oh yeah. The hog. The hog, baby. But yeah, him and another one, Goody Beats, and I, a guy named Goody. I don't know his real name, but uh, Goody Beats on on social media. Like he was another one, like because he wasn't already naturally somewhat fit like Jason Whitrock, because I believe Jason Whitrock was already somewhat in shape, and then. He started the low carb life, and you know, he's where he's at now. But Goody Beats, I mean, he was like the frumpy middle aged dude, you know, parent, kind of, you know, chunky, lived in Texas, likes eating that Texas brisket, you know, and he ate a little too much of it. And dude shredded. And, you know, 
and he also preaches a 75%. So I feel like, to an, like I said, when you are at such a low body fat percentage, you know, and a low, you know, a lower body weight that you can meet your protein goals on the 20% protein, which again would be a very, very, very small demographic, you know, I mean, hey, go for it, you know, um, but yeah, you know, it, it's like I said, that's a small demographic. <clears throat> All right. So before we get ready to close out, uh, the one tip, and you guys feel free to chime in on this too if you like, uh, the one tip uh, for keto that we've touched on tonight that I think is probably the most important uh, that I'd just like to reiterate. If you're going on keto, you're cutting off pretty much all your carbs. Yeah, that's the point. But uh, one thing, as Rich was uh, talking about, do not neglect your proteins. Do not neglect your proteins, mm. uh, especially if you're uh, throwing a fitness regimen into this. Um, it, it goes a long way. Proteins do so much for the body. I can't even begin to allude on how uh, how important they are. Moderate your fats. Yeah, you're going to eat your fats, but fill up with good, solid, large amounts of proteins to make up or to fill the gaps that all those, um, to fill the gaps in your diet that the carbs are leaving behind. I do, I do have a, a question, Rich. Yeah. So when, during the, the height of all this, I was working in the supplement industry for real, for real. I was going, I was doing, uh, I was working for Core Jensen and, yeah. Going to GNCs all over Texas. Now, and the one thing that they were selling a shload of was different <laughs> MCT oil products. Yeah. Um, I want your op- opinion on on fad keto supplements. Waste of money. Okay. Complete Why? waste. Why? Uh, so, again, keto is a metabolic state. Doesn't matter what you take, doesn't matter uh, how much fat you eat or don't eat. Ketosis is brought on by shortage of carbohydrates. Period. Point. Stop. Full stop. You know, I don't care if you drink that whole bottle of MCT oil, you're just going to feel like crap and you're going to not leave the bathroom for a day. You know, um, so again, it, it's, it's it oversimplified. You know, people overcomplicate it. When it's stupid simple, it's simply a shortage of carbs. It's a metabolic state. Um, now, I will say that um, as far as like cooking, like I'll use MCT oil or coconut oil. Um, you know, I will use that. I'll, I'll use it for that. But just taking it as a supplement, like throwing a shot of MCT oil in my coffee or in a protein shake or something like that, or taking these keto burn pills, like, nah, man, like, you know, it's just like everything else, it's, you know, most supplements out there, you know, I'm not going to bash companies, you know, or anything, but supplement, I'll, I'll say this, they're called supplements for a reason, they supplement your work, you know, you're not going to get ripped if you take supplements all day and then don't do anything in the kitchen or gym. You know, so same principle, you know, if, if you take it, you feel it works for you. Great. I feel as though that all these keto supplements, all these, cause there actually were 
like multi-level marketing keto companies. I mean, just pushing, pushing, pushing all this stuff. You know, like, oh, you have to buy this and oh, buy our fat bombs and oh, buy this and that and that. And like to be keto. And it's like, yeah, you can eat whatever you want. But if you take this, it'll be keto. And it's like, I circle back again. I hate to sound like a broken record. Eat 20 grams of carbs. After a couple days, you'll be in ketosis. Period. You know, I don't make the rules. Uh, you know, that's, that's just however, you know, whatever you believe in, you know, we, we evolved into it. We were created into it. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. <clears throat> All right. Well, with that, we are going to start closing up this episode. All right. So, hey, thank you for, so much for tuning in to us today. Uh, listen to us talk about keto. Um, honestly, this is probably my favorite episode so far. Uh, Rich, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, thank you so much for just giving us your story. It's, uh, it's definitely one that I'm going to be passing on uh, just because uh, you, so much has happened and you did so well and you just went balls to the wall and uh, did what you had to do and made a lot of progress doing it. So uh, kudos to you. Good on you. Um, we're definitely going to be passing this one on. But uh, as far as contact information... If you want to reach out to us at For the Love of Fit, myself or Jake, um, you can find us on Instagram at For Love of Fit. There's no that, just For Love of Fit. Or, if, or you can email us at the number For Love of Fit at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to me directly, BlakeSelfAndFitness at gmail.com. And if you need to reach, if you would like to talk to Rich a little bit more specifically about his keto experiences or anything like that, or have specific questions for him, Rich, go ahead and throw out your contact info. Uh, yeah, my uh, email is Richard underscore tack. That's T-A-C-K, like a thumbtack, at yahoo.com. That's Richard underscore tack at yahoo.com. All right, beautiful. And, yep, that about closes up this episode. And, wait for it, closes up the nutrition series. Ah! No. Yeah! Freedom! <laughs> hey, uh, thank you so much. If you have any questions at all about the nutrition series in general, or if there are topics that uh, you wanted covered that we didn't, feel free to reach out to us. Obviously, this is not our end of nutrition as a whole. We just covered our uh, most wanted topics that we wanted to cover. We will come back to nutrition topics, obviously. Um, probably not for a few weeks, just because we're tired but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah we'll definitely be back um, and uh, Rich if you ever want to come back to the show we would definitely love to have you especially talking about um, intermittent fasting anything, uh, and anything yeah uh, specifically intermittent fasting because I know you're saying you have some experience there as do I so that'd be a good one to, for us to touch on yeah absolutely uh, alright so now for the time being everyone stay safe out there have a fantastic night and stay fit. Right.